1: Welcome to the job interview experience. Today's topic is about networking and how it can help you in your career and job search. Whether you're just starting out in your career, looking for a new job, networking can be a powerful tool to connect with others, build relationships, and open up new opportunities. There's a little bit of hesitation about networking. I did a lot of networking with my very first professional job I sold newspaper ads for a business journal, and I had to go to basically every networking event in town, and I definitely got burnt out of them. I saw the upside and the downside of them. The downside, really, a lot of times, it's a lot of salespeople looking to sell to each other, but their target audience that they want to sell to, say, business owners or decision makers aren't at a lot of these events but the other side of that is you meet really good people and if you choose your networking events or i wouldn't say events if you choose what types of situations you can network in and keep it professional it can change your life you can meet really wonderful people find jobs find opportunities find people that actually want to hire you or help you work for them or work for the company that they're at. So we're going to discuss why networking is important, how to get started, and how to make the most of your networking efforts. Let's talk about why networking is important. In today's job market, which is struggling, having a strong network of contacts can make the difference between landing a great job and advancing in your career. I say contacts, but while you network, you will probably make friends or at least professional friends that you actually dearly like and care about. And the hope would be they feel the same way about you. Many jobs aren't advertised publicly and are instead filled through referrals or recommendations from within an organization. Sometimes a job hasn't even been decided to be opened up yet. But if the right perfect person comes along, That's the starting point for maybe expanding a company, expanding a department, or trying to go into a new field at a company. If you don't have a network of contacts, you might be missing out on potential opportunities. Additionally, networking can help you learn about a lot of different industries. That's what it did for me. In my opinion, anytime you talk to anybody, it's it's good to ask them questions about themselves, what they do and, you know, make them feel uh, welcome and that you care. And then you, you learn through that. But it also helps take the focus off of you instead of just, you know, you don't want to be the type of person who just talks about you. Oh, I just did this vacation. I do this sport, blah, blah, blah. That is self-serving, and it's not a good way to be friendly or build relationships. Networking can help you learn about those industries, and you can get advice from people who are in those industries that you're not in and talk to them and see how they like it because maybe there's something that you want to get into or move into. They've probably achieved some success in their field and you can uh, open doors for yourself. What Even though it might not be through them, you can see maybe what they're liking and that aligns with what you want to do, what you think you will be good at and enjoy. How do you get started? The first step is to identify the people you want to connect with. This could include colleagues in your current company, alumni from your university or professionals in your industry. You can start by reaching out to people via LinkedIn, asking if they'd be willing to grab a coffee or have a phone call and chat about your career aspirations. And remember, networking is all about building relationships, so it's important to approach these conversations with a genuine interest in getting to know the other person. You don't show up and say, hey, I want a job, how can you help me? I'm come prepared to learn from them. But you can also be honest in your message and say, hey, you're, you're doing what I think I would be good at and what I want to get into. I was wondering if I could buy you a copy and coffee and grab 30 minutes of your time as you now I'm at a point in my career or life where I'm, I think I can do more than I am. The thing about sending an email or a message and finding how to contact somebody is it feels intrusive. And if you're trying to sell them something or you really want something from them, be careful about how you approach this because people are showing goodwill to you. But the other side of that is if you don't ask, it won't happen. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. And as I found in my career and, and many good people that I know have shown, we're always happy to help out and it's exciting to see someone, whether they're younger or older or wherever they are in their life and career, it's exciting to see someone and talk to someone who, who wants more. And if you can help them avoid some of the pain you have, but also grab a hold of, of some of the good things that have happened in your life, a lot of people will be interested. Not everybody, just because one person says no, don't be discouraged, but you have to send those messages. You have to reach out if it's a friend or a friend, maybe it's your aunt who's very successful or your neighbor that your parents know that's been successful. Just ask them, like, hey, would it be okay if I reached out to so-and-so and and asked them to get a coffee and maybe get some career advice and insight on what they did to progress the way that they have? So once you've connected with someone, it's important to be prepared for the conversation. Write down questions to ask them ahead of time. Don't just show up and say, hey, what's up? How's your week been? Why are you so successful? The question I ask guests all the time, it's a great way to let them share what they want to share. So I ask it. How do you like to spend your free time outside of work? And then ask what they enjoy about their job, especially how they got started in their career. Any advice they have for someone that's starting out or in a situation like yours, maybe in between jobs recently without a job be ready to share a little bit about yourself and what you're looking for in your career and this is where you'll have to be bold. I would not show up and say, you know, would you hire me? I wouldn't show up and start asking for things right away. If you have something you want to ask them, maybe an introduction to another business owner down the road, save that. Maybe build the relationship first. But be ready to share what you've done. Be prepared to show what you're good at and humbly but firmly state the potential you think you have not just today but what you think you can do to help a company this will help them understand how they might be able to help you and also help you build a connection based on common interests between the two of you what brought you together what about making the most out of your networking efforts so first remember that networking is a two-way street and while it's important to be clear about what you're looking for. It's also important to ask how you can help the other person. This could include sharing industry news or resources you come across and introducing them to someone in your network who may be able to help them or simply offering your support and encouragement. And I, I've run into people that are in very sales heavy jobs and the kind of jobs where you try and sell to everybody. And I noticed this pattern where they would always say, how can I help you? And It's appreciated and I think they would have helped, but it also came across as like a line that they're supposed to say as part of their training for like a huge franchise that sells. In offering help, first, don't offer help if you won't follow through. If they ask for help and say they're going to send you an email in a couple days, don't ignore that. Don't put it on the back burner. If you say you're going to do that, do it. Second, be sincere when you say it instead of having this prepared line, is there anything I can do to help you? Which is, again, it's nice. It can just sound kind of, uh, it can sound a little sleazy you Can say, if there's ever anything I can do to help you, just let me know. Or or say, hey, I'd, I'd love to be in touch again. And I really appreciate all that you shared. If there's anything I can share back or help with, just let me know. Just be genuine. That goes a long ways. Another thing is you have to be persistent. Like I said about early in my career, I went to a lot of What I would say worthless networking events where it's like all salespeople. So you have to be persistent in finding the right networking events. Not everyone you reach out to will be available, like I said, or interested in connecting. Don't let that discourage you. Keep reaching out to new people and building your network over time. People will be willing to help. Don't be afraid to follow up with people you've connected with in the past. Just a quick email. Say hello. See how they're doing. say that you enjoyed the conversation and that maybe you'd like to connect again to have some follow-up questions. Another thing that I always did when people met with me and I usually had some kind of knowledge I knew they had that I wanted to gain and, and learn about, I would say, hey, I have a couple questions about something I'm working on. I know this is something that you've done a lot in the past. Do you mind if we meet up and I can run some of this by you? One thing that I did that I was complimented on is I would always follow up with them, obviously to thank them, but maybe it would be six months down the road. Give updates. Say, hey, I got a job or hey, this project or business idea I'm working on, we got our first client or we did this or that. They'll appreciate that because then they're seeing the fruits of their labor, right? They're seeing that what they did helped you, which will be the best news that they can get. Manage that relationship. Do not pester them. Don't send them weekly or monthly updates. I think one or two updates over several years is probably good if it's, you're just sending an email. Don't send long emails. Don't rant about situations you have, but keep them on the loop on the good
0: news. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As far as events go, and I could probably do a whole nother podcast about
1: events, there are things, depending on the size of the town or city you live in, a good place to start is young professional groups young professional network, young professional this or that. Usually that's 18 to 40, maybe 45. There was always some kind of people who just couldn't quite leave the young professional groups. That is much more friendly. Usually there's some alcohol, some food, maybe someone speaks. They, these groups, usually you join them. It's $100 a year or $50 a year or whatever. That's where you can really make friends and you will see the people that you meet there rise in their careers and do great things. Those aren't so much about people trying to sell to each other. That's more about this kindred spirit of we're all younger. We're all trying to make something of our career and have fun and and make some contacts in the long run. Don't just pass out your business card. If you really like someone, say, hey, can I shoot you an email or can I get your phone? We can go meet up, go hit golf balls or or do whatever. If you just Google like young professional networking events near me or with your city name, You should find something like that. It's a great way to meet people. And again, the intentions there, people that go are usually pretty neutral. They're not usually just trying to sell a bunch of stuff, just trying to make friends, make contacts. And I've made lifelong friends through doing that type of thing where maybe we'll get together and we'll talk about business a little bit because that's interesting. But we also talk about a lot of other things because we care about each other's lives. The best networking that I've done is groups that meet weekly or monthly. The word is non-reciprocal. So it's a group. The intention is not just to find people to do business with. An example of that might be a Rotary Club. Those can range. They can be more expensive, like 500 a year to 1000 or a thou- couple thousand a year. They will typically meet every week, and they'll have speakers come in, really interesting people. You sit at a table with people who become your friends. Through things like that, In my personal experiences, you go and have coffee with people that you meet that you just think are interesting or kind. In a way, it is networking, right? You are building a network of people. I don't really like the word networking, but it's also just like-minded people. People who want to work hard, people who are working on their career, people who want to get out of the office and meet folks outside of their coworkers. If your job's remote, it's a great way to meet people and hang out and get away from the home office. Another thing where I met a lot of people is committees for nonprofits. In my 20s, I was not eligible to be on a board. I was not qualified to be on a board of directors for nonprofit, but um, nonprofits very often have committees. Some have young professional committees. Some have, say, like a marketing committee, an event committee, and they won't always be young people. But they will be, it will be a good mix. And I met wonderful people doing that. And the other great thing is through people I knew that invited me to be on a committee or there were some that I asked if I could join. The thing there is that you're also helping. You're helping a good cause. For me, it was always causes that I cared quite a lot about. And again, you're meeting people and you can ask them to hang out outside of the committee meetings. You can ask them to you can chat before and after. What I did is a couple of the nonprofits allowed us to ask to sit on a board meeting. I was very nervous when I introduced myself at the board meeting. I did a good job of just not talking (laughs) during it and listening. Those boards of directors for nonprofits are usually fairly powerful people. Leaders of businesses, business owners, CEOs, retired business owners, community leaders, stakeholders in the cause. But what you can do with that and you Again, you want to be careful because you don't want to seem like you have bad intentions. You're on a committee for a year or two and you say, hey, can I sit in on a board meeting? Usually the board is 8 to 12 people, can be 20 people. There might be some people there that do something that you're very, very interested in. In my mind, it's okay to follow up with them. You can send them a message on LinkedIn. You can go find their email address. And say, hello, Mrs. So-and-so, it was a pleasure to meet you at this board meeting. I'm wondering if it's okay that I reach out to you. I am interested in XYZ, and I know that is your area of expertise. I wanted to see if maybe you could lend some advice to my career and the talent I believe I have to succeed in this career, but would be much better off with guidance. Always approach this carefully and professionally. You are asking for something. You are asking for their time. Don't ask for more than that. I think I said this earlier, but don't ask for a job right away. Don't hint at things. Don't show up and say, "Oh, it's so hard to be so poor if only I had a job at a company like yours. This is a great place to practice your professionalism, your temperance and your ability to build relationship with someone who's likely older than you further along in their career. And they will be impressed with that professionalism you show and that restraint and not just setting this up as a meeting for you to ask for something big. What is okay to ask for is their advice, their insight to hear their life experience. I've always loved hearing about people's careers. The pattern you will always see when people tell you about their careers is the bad things that happened, the unexpected things that happened is always what led them on the path to the great things in their career and lives. My hope is that the same is true for you and perhaps meeting these people, whether it be someone at a networking event that's the same point in their career as you or the chance to connect with a leader will also lead you to great points in your life and hopefully also your current situation. Networking doesn't have to happen in person. In today's age of virtual interviews that I talk about, there are plenty of ways to connect with others online, LinkedIn groups, industry forums, Twitter chats. These are great ways to expand your network and connect with people who share your interests. You will have to be intentional in messaging people and introducing yourself instead of just chatting with each other. Work to build those relationships. It's not my favorite way. I prefer shaking someone's hand and building that relationship in person. But the internet's a big place and just like dating apps and where you can find someone wonderful, you can also find wonderful people in the digital internet world. A small piece of advice, some of these networking groups, especially the young professional groups, there's a lot of single people. Make sure to be respectful. Don't go there looking for your next boyfriend or girlfriend. Don't flirt. Don't make people uncomfortable. I'm saying this because typically you're going to ask people if they would like to connect further, right? So you're talking to them, you meet in person at one of these events and you say, hey, can I shoot you an email? Maybe we can find a time to grab a coffee or here's my business card. Keep it professional. Don't make people uncomfortable. Don't be a creep. These are professional events, networking events. They are not date things, whatever you call those, where you go there to sit across a table from someone you don't know for the date. That's not what they are. I'm giving you that advice because that's the best way to behave, but also you will burn bridges and maybe seem like a little bit of a creep. So be very professional. The word I use is restrained. Be bold in asking people to connect and to learn from each other and help each other, but be restrained in your approach and not going too far, not getting numbers and texting people at 1030 at night, that type of thing. Finally, I'll just say networking is not going to be an instant fix if you are out of a job and you need one as soon as possible. If you take what I'm saying and you start doing it now, jobs are never a guaranteed thing. So there's two things here. One, if you start doing it now, it will pay off, not instantly. You have to invest in this, but it will keep paying off. The second thing is, even if you had a job, it can help accelerate your career. Maybe you're seeing your career trajectory and you want more out of it. Well, meeting great people at companies that are succeeding, meeting people where there is a lot of opportunity in what they're doing and you can learn from or they can bring you along or vice versa. Job or no job, that will help a lot in your career. I can't name all the different types of networking groups to recap here. There's the business ones you pay for, the lunches and stuff like that. There are the young professional type organizations, long-term things like committees, boards, clubs like A Rotary or a thousand others, women who work groups that you can look into. There's a ton more than that. And the other side of networking is also finding the hobbies that you enjoy. Pickleball or whatever's big now, you can meet people through those as well. We spend so much time working. It's good to make some friends along the way. I have a lot of experience having done this a lot, sometimes willingly, sometimes begrudgingly. Take what you can from this. I hope that you make some great friends and that your career expands, that you enjoy it. Get out of the shell a little bit. It's a great challenge that will be rewarding. The friends you make, contacts you make, the network that you build. Thanks for listening to the job interview experience.
0: I will look forward to speaking with you next time.